This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. February, right? We're here, and it's American Heart Month, and uh, there's some uh, an event we want to tell you about, and we want to also introduce a new member of our community uh, to the show. Uh, we have uh, in the studios with us here today, which is our great pleasure, uh, to welcome a brand new cardiologist uh, to town, and uh, Dr. Ling Tuig is with us here from Memorial. Uh, good morning. How are you, sir? Good morning, Brian. All right. So, how new to Decatur? Uh, I started here on January first. Like real new to Decatur. Yes. All right. Well, before we get into the events, tell me about yourself. Where Where do you come from? How did you How did walk me through your journey to Decatur, Illinois? Sure, sure. So, uh, I uh, I started uh, in Seattle, Washington. That's where my parents are. Surprisingly, I I chose medical school in California because back then they had a commercial says. Happy, uh, happy cheese from happy cows, happy cows from happy California. So I wanted to go figure out, figure out what, what is in California that makes everybody happy. After that, I finished my, uh, my medical school and my residency in California. I moved to Mississippi uh, for my general cardiology training and then moved to Florida for my interventional training. After that, I kind of ran out of place to go eastward. Okay. So I decided to come up uh, north. I spent a few years in the VA, and then uh, I was like, let's go up a little bit even further. So I went to uh, southern Wisconsin, and then the the first snow, and I was like, <laughs> maybe I should reconsider how much snow tolerance I can get. So I, I, I moved down to Decatur. Uh, at that time, I was uh, uh, invited since there's a need, you know, the, the community everywhere is always unique, and the people are always so kind like you, Brian. Okay, so, well, that's very nice of you. What, what What is an interventional cardiologist? What does that specifically mean to the non-medically trained folks like myself? Sure, sure. So from the most urgent to the least urgent, the most urgent is your typical, uh, you see people on TV grabbing their chest and then people shove you into ambulance, off you go. And as an interventional cardiologist, uh, we see those patients usually because of a blocked artery in the heart, which we come to call a heart attack. And we open up those arteries. We restore blood flow. You can have somebody grabbing their chest in agony one moment, and the next moment they're snoring like a baby. And that's pretty typical because a lot of times people are so, so much adrenaline, so much stress. And when that stressor is gone, they are so relaxed, I'm telling you. Patient snoring is like music to my ears. That's amazing. How, how much has changed? You, you, you know, we, we know that there have been gigantic leaps in all areas. I mean, what you're working with and doing now is so different than 25 years ago. Uh, in this area, how much of that has changed? Survival rates, you know, you know, being able to get people back to health. Yes, yes. So survival rates has drastically improved from uh, back in the 1970s, uh, six, uh, 70s. My program director was 72, so I heard a lot of stories. Back then, emergency, heart attack, survival rate, uh, I mean, death rate is about 10%. Since the advent of putting in stents uh, by early 20, uh, 2000s, it has already dropped down to as little as 0.3%. So today, I mean, the technology, every single month, every single six months, we're advancing leaps and bounds. I just came back from a conference in Charleston last week about a new, te- a relatively new technology. It's already two years out. And so now we have even more reservoirs that we do. And not only we can open up arteries, but we can open up, up arteries far safer than we can do as recent as three years ago. 
So it's just exponential uh, and, and just keeps rolling. It's, it's amazing to me. I, I look at, um, you know, our, what we do for a living, broadcasting, and how much has changed and, and how much, you know, has people's habits have changed. Uh, have people's habits changed with health? I mean, I, when we do a lot of these events and we talk to people about heart healthy and, and, and having better diets and exercise and all that, people still have the biggest say, right? right Other absolutely. than like genetics or something they can't help. Right. But yet I feel like we still have a hard time convincing folks that they can do their part in this. That is true. That is true. Some, uh, you know, habits are difficult to change, especially we've had it for a while. But we, we definitely notice, you know, with the, the cell phones, the technologies, the new health apps, people are definitely paying more attention to their health, which is a great thing to do, especially with health care is exponentially increasing as well. So I'm really, really glad to, uh, to see all that. With that said, the human side of me, I always tell my patients, hey, every so often, you got like yourself go a little bit. Why? Because all that you know, regimented diet exercise is great for your body, but it also creates a little bit of stress in, uh, in psychologically. Stress is a third, probably the third most common cause of a heart attack too. So even though we are paying more uh, attention to our health, but we also need to uh, every so often check our psyche, make sure that the stress is not becoming overwhelming. I'll give you the perfect example of that. Uh, I, I had a, I wore an Apple Watch and a Fitbit uh, for like ten years, uh, and <clears throat> I was counting on that Fitbit to tell me how I slept, rather than just whether I felt tired or not right, right and right. then you get obsessed with the numbers that are on there and then it just causes stress <laughs> it's the exact opposite of what it's supposed to do exactly exactly jason you are absolutely right okay let me ask you this tomorrow night 5 30 uh at memorial you're going to be having an educational event what will that be so the education event is about prime primarily we're going to start talk about you know how you take care of yourself so that i'm probably one of the few doctors we always want to and our job. Don't we want our patient to be so healthy they don't have to come in see us, especially emergently. So one of the things we're going to talk about more more likely is, you know, here's the most common things that contribute to your visit to me. Hopefully I won't scare too many people sure. away. But after our encounter, this is what we recommend we should make small changes that can benefit you in the long run. Not too overwhelming, not too challenging, but one baby step at a time. Slowly rehab your heart back to health. Okay, how do heart stents work? I mean, I mean, if you could break it down, you know, for us, you know, in layman's terms that we can understand. That terminology has been in my head for years and years, but I'm not quite certain what it is and how it works. Sure, sure. That's a very good question, Jason. You're, you're starting getting into trade secrets here. Okay. But, but, but uh, I mean... It, Although I really do not like this analogy, but if you think the artery as a pipe, right, mm -hmm. and then you have it stuffed up, and then so we all seen the rotor rooter, which is a lot of patients familiar with. We we can do that, and then and then the the, the difference between a pipe and the artery is that the artery is a living organ. The artery is capable of self healing, where the pipe isn't. It's either working or cracked and not working. So once it's not working, you can replace it. Well, in the heart, it's not so simple. And so on the one hand, um, we, we basically have a reinforced pipe. You know, like if it's cracked, then you put like a layer of metal outside the pipe and you basically maintain its integrity. 
uh, instead of putting it outside, we're putting that 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 uh, maintenance material on the inside. It's a temporary measure because it's a living organ. The bulk of the treatment is actually lifestyle modification uh, with the assistance of medications. So the stent, uh, if you can picture it, it's, it's a hollow tube that is inside the artery, keeps the artery open to allow the blood to flow, but the true treatment is treating the human being as a whole. All right. That's as good as I've, an explanation as I've ever heard. Nick, I can see that, can't you? Uh, all right. Well, listen, uh, tomorrow night, 530, and uh, welcome to the community. And we'll put the link. I think you need to register. I think it's the event's free, but they're asking people to register. We'll put that in the podcast, and we appreciate it. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.